Hey, Wrestle fans, welcome to episode 0.3 of the Wednesday Night War podcast All Out Fallout and NXT. Brett, DJ, there's been a robbery. What? Well, I mean, there was a robbery. It has been, I guess, solved. Not, not solved. I don't know if it was a robbery at all. Did somebody maybe misplace something? Somebody. Somebody misplaced something. A very big something. Is it a very big somebody? <laughs> well, it's somebody who's definitely very bigger than they used to be. Uh, <laughs> so, the biggest news... Uh, Welcome to the podcast, everyone, all you wonderful listeners out there. Um, Chris Jericho lost the AEW world title. Everybody knows this. We're not breaking any news to you in any capacity, uh, but we are going to talk about it uh, and how ridiculous it is, was, and somehow continues to be. So I'm going to say this. When he won the belt, wasn't very uh, into Jericho. No. Between... The backstage promo where he ripped everybody apart. Which he did, yes. And now he's an overnight internet sensation. Sure. Because of his little bit of the bubbly. Uh, a little bit of the bubbly. Uh, no. Between that and then he lost the fucking belt. Yeah. So it, I think if you listen back to the episode, the, our review of, of All Out, I said that I didn't expect him to have the belt for very long. I expected him to lose it. Eventually, quicker than anybody else might have thought. And I thought lose it in a wrestling match, not <laughs> actually leave it on the side of a road on his way to get mediocre steak. Fuck. So, so I'm, I'm just going to say I'm all the fuck the way back in on Chris Jericho. I am not. I'm a little bit. I've always loved Jericho. I understand what he's doing. I'm super glad that he's drunk enough to lose a title belt because that's what wrestling should be because now it's all Legos and video games when it should be drinking and doing horrible things with glass coffee tables. But I'm still not all the way in on him. Although, but I mean, he did lose a title belt, which is amazing. He lost the fucking yeah. belt. Yeah. Less than like three days after yeah. he oh, won the goddamn yeah. I mean, thing. It's a disaster. He, it's, uh, it's amazing in its own own way. But it's still, I mean, I wonder if they if they regretted it. I wonder if Cody was like, man, I made this decision. I thought it was the right one. And then the dude loses the belt, becomes somehow the color of a lobster. Fuck. <laughs> and then they find the belt on the side of the road, and they tried to keep it hush-hush. They tried, the cops found it, and they, like, tweeted about it, and they were like, oh, no, 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 we got a, we got a hot tub angle to tell on this one. Uh, but it got out. They found it on the side of a road. Some guy found it. You were reading that before. Yeah, some guy found it. Uh, found a velvet bag when he fa- when he took it home. Opened it up and look at that. There's a wrestling belt in there. And they gave him a reward of a whopping two hundred dollars. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred smackaroos. Yeah. Not even tickets to full full gear, full throttle. What's it called? Are you gonna be full throttle on full gear? I am. I'm full throttle on full gear. Uh, you're not even tickets to that. No lifetime anything. No free steak for a year 200 bucks for so, finding a thirty thousand dollar title <laughs> belt on the side of a highway left there by your irresponsible new world champion 
That man is not irresponsible. That man has done more to make me enjoy this company so far than anybody else I mean, in the past like week. I I like the the hot tub promo still wearing the scarf. La champion. So my here's my problem is that I have a hard time drawing the line between Jericho and his ego. I'm sorry, Chris Chris Irvine and his ego and Chris Jericho the character. They blur, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's what he's supposed to be. He's right now. He's being a pretty good heel. It's funny. He's still asking for the apology, being annoying, saying "Le Champion," all that stuff. But like, I, I just I have such a hard time telling, like, how much is this guy's ego? Because he's a huge ego. We all know that his ego has only grown in the last couple of years. So I'm glad he's he's creating heat. Hopefully, it's the right kind of heat that puts asses in seats, uh, not the other kind of heat that we all know about. But, uh, I don't know, I'm still not completely on board, but as far as the headline of world champion loses world title less than three days after winning it, that I'm hashtag all in on. Fuck. Oh, (laughs) God. He launched a worldwide investigation. He did? That makes me so happy. I'm sorry. Anything negative I've said about Chris Jericho, <laughs> done. Okay. Love him. It's right. 2019. We're back. Sure. I, I'm a Jericho-holic officially again. Okay. And just in time, too, for for him to find the belt because yeah. they just announced, I just read this before we started the show, mm-hmm. that they've already announced the main event for Full Gear. Yeah. Full Gear, right? Full Gear. Which, I don't know. I guess... Do you want to build a car, but I figured you would wait until TV because you have well, like four or five weeks. But they're they're already going to be on TV when Full Gear happens. Well, and that's what I mean. Yeah. Why don't Why are you announcing? Oh, build mid- it, build it on the TV shows. Yeah, why? yeah. Because why is Cody? It's it's against Cody. It's Jericho Cody. Yeah, it's Jericho Cody. So why? Yeah, why just announce it? Why not build that in your first four weeks? I get what you're saying. That makes sense. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I, I mean, why would you do that? Yeah. Um, I, I like what to sell tickets. You're gonna yeah. fucking sell tickets anyway. All yeah. of your AEW heads. It's in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, I think I read Conrad is gonna run Starcast. Sure. There. They're all gonna be there anyway. They're not. Yeah. They're not buying it because it's Jericho versus Cody. Yeah, and it's weird. Like you would think they would try and use this. Sean Spears thing that's still still run a, a a bit of an angle or a program together or something. They kind of said it was done, but I thought they they could have really built on that and sort of used that as one of their main through storylines. They don't seem to be doing that. Maybe they're not interested in that. Maybe they want to be just a pure wrestling show. Well, not a pure, but just just wrestling promos and stuff, but less soap opera esque drama. But I don't know. I thought they could have built on that. Like Cody. I, I, I mean, obviously, I know why Cody has a title shot, but. Uh, they didn't get, present me with a wrestling reason for it, which is a little odd. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a good match. Uh, I like Cody and Jericho won't have to do a ton, if that makes sense. Not in a bad way. I don't think it's a bad way at all. Cody's, I've, I've enjoyed all of his stuff, but it, Jericho can kind of have a more typical Jericho kind of match and not have to push himself to that not-so-American style that he's been trying to do. Yeah, he doesn't need to try to keep pace with Omega, which, yeah. you know, I, I understand why they announced uh, Omega versus Moxley for the pay-per-view. Yes. Because, hey, you know, it was supposed to happen at All Out. Let's give the fans something. Okay, we're going to run this back. We're going to do it here. I just, I am kind of confused, though, why they're announcing the world title match already because yeah. you're going to have four or five weeks of TV to build to it. Mm-hmm. Why announce it? You know, I, I just yeah. think it's kind of... A, a weird move, 
It'll be interesting. I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it is it's weird, but I don't know. Hopefully they'll they'll play that out on the show and we'll figure that out. Yeah, and speaking of shows, so this is not just an AEW podcast. It's not. This is the Wednesday Night War. It is the Wednesday Night War. War. So uh, we are going to talk about NXT. We are. So uh, self-admittedly, I pretty much only watch the takeovers. I haven't watched the weekly television show. I think last week I watched it. We didn't talk about it uh, just because I wanted to get a little bit more familiar. This with is it. the first NXT that I've watched. That I mean, I haven't even really watched the takeovers. But as far as the weekly NXT show, show goes, it's been months, if not years. I've never watched them steadily. The takeovers are always good. I like the talent. It's just not anything I ever put on. I'm just not that interested in it. So, But I did watch this one for the show. It's kind of the purpose. Yeah, I don't think I've watched Weekly NXT since Nakamura had the strap. And okay. I feel like that's going on, what, two years now? That if, kid's got a future. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> something about him. I like his ego. So, first thing with NXT. Mm-hmm. The theme song changed. It's now Slipknot. Uh, I noticed it was Slipknot. Was that the first week? I don't think mm. so, but I, I mean, I think it's cool. Kind of interesting to hear blast beats on WWE yeah. programming, which is kind of strange. Yeah. Um, they've done a couple cool things. They have the cold, cold, uh, Code Orange. Yeah, uh, they did Power Trip. They yeah. did Turnstile. Uh, mm-hmm. We we both come from like a hardcore sure. punk background, just so we're all familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like they're screaming in the vocals. Is it going to be a fucking problem once it gets on television because oh this theme song's a little too oh, metal yeah, you that'll know be gone. that'll and, be gone it's uh, they're gonna have a produced tv show video intro for that tv show i mean the whole that's a whole other podcast at this point which i'm sure we'll still talk about but they're gonna that show's gonna change everything about it they're gonna have to it's gonna have to look like something that's on usa it's gonna have to look more like a raw than it does something that's just on the network yeah so I, I noticed uh, the announced team. We have Beth Phoenix, yep. Nigel McGuinness, Nigel. which the fucking man. Great. Yep. And Mauro Ranallo. Okay. Very polarizing guy. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think it's a, he's a little fucking much. Yep. I don't know if they'd scale him back a little bit on TVs compared to the takeovers because the takeovers. Yeah. I think it was the last one I was watching the first match, and I'm like, I, I can't fucking do this. Yeah. This guy's just too much. He's... At times, too like a little too inside baseball for me. He just, and then the, and then the screaming and the yelling. Like he he gives you all this in depth information, but doesn't call the match. He just tells you about stuff, and then he's screaming and yelling in reaction to the big stuff. And it's just it's not a good balance. I'm I'm not not a fan, but I'm I can do without him. Yeah, I don't like when he starts. Oh, Instagram filters, and uh, I'm like, yeah, what weird. in the hell are you talking about, dude? Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah. So last night we had the opener, mm-hmm. which was very interesting. We had. Well, let me back you up for one okay. second, though, because there was an intro before the opener uh, of Adam Co- the recapping the Adam Cole, uh, Jordan Miles thing, and so I haven't watched NXT in a long time. Uh, I haven't watched kept up on my indie wrestling as much as I probably should have in a long time. And I'm looking at this Jordan Miles guy, and I'm like, who is this guy? I know this guy. He's, he won some, like, new talent tournament. Yeah, I think that's something called a breakout, breakout tournament. Breakout tournament. And I'm like, who? I know this guy. 
So uh, I get out my phone onto the Google machine, and uh, it's it's a it's ACH. Yeah. Uh, so good for him. Uh, excited for him. The guy can do crazy things in the ring. But we'll talk about him more later. There's just a little recap I just wanted to say. To say yeah. Part, but we'll no, go. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, ACH, Chikara fame, and yeah. New Japan. I think it was the best of Super Juniors yeah, last year. always, yeah. And he's been he's run the indie gamut. Yeah, you he know? can do really good things. Oh, so of course. It's cool that he's there and getting some spotlight. But yeah. first match. So, first match. We had Brizongo, which I knew Tyler Breeze was back in Yeah, NXT. I knew that too. That made some headlines, and they put him back there uh, where he really shined. I mean, he was, back in the day, was... Pretty popular. Prince, Prince Pretty. Yeah, Prince Pretty. Like, you know, of that generation, the first one to kind of get the call up and was supposed to be a bigger star than he ever really made out to be. Uh, yeah, I unfortunately. remember the, the first NXT Brooklyn, he worked with uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, which was, there you go. Uh, holy shit, wow, Liger's in WWE, this is wild. Yeah. Uh, with his partner Fandango, which didn't know he was back down so, there. From what I know, that's their first, that's Brizongo's debut in NXT, uh, which was upsetting that they're not called the Fashion Police. I don't understand why not, because Brizongo is a terrible name. It's awful. Uh, I get it, like the Brangelina, maybe that's their purpose behind it, but the Fashion Police, they still have the sirens, they come out wearing the hats. Fashion Police just makes more sense. The siren threw me off for a second because I went, wait a minute, is this Big Papa Punk? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we got you, Scotty yes. Steiner? If, if you want to win the Wednesday Night War, you put Scott Steiner on NXT. I'm convinced. You just line up your talent and have him do math and murder your NXT talent. Steiner on NXT, Nash on AEW. Perfect. You give me Scott Steiner versus Cassius Ono, and you will get all of my money. Oh, that's that's a different story for a different day. All of my money. To watch Scott Steiner give Cassius Ono the Steiner screwdriver. Is he just going to yell that he's fat for 40 minutes? <laughs> well, you don't think he could do it? <laughs> so we <laughs> all right so brizongo so, faced the all other debuting tag team on nxt uh did they have a name they didn't did they they were talked about him being canadian and carrying that canadian tradition of the rougeos and the heart foundation uh but it was chase parker and matt not the model martel who we know as 3.0 from Chikara and elsewhere. Yes. So if I slip into calling Matt Martell Big Magic, that's how I know him. <laughs> that's just what's gonna what it's gonna be. Love those guys. Yeah. Didn't know. Didn't realize it was their debut because again, it was the first time I tuned in in a while. But I was super excited to see them. I think they're great. Uh, had a, some some great matches in Chikara. Really great feud with uh, Vin Gerard and the Unstable. Oh boy. Yep. That happened. <laughs> so yeah, really excited to see them. Uh, Big Magic is is hossing up. I was excited. He's, Those uh, pecs were flexing. He was. He was flexing the pecs. He's put on. He was already you know the more, the bigger guy of the two, and he's put on a little bit more weight. Really hossing up. Really excited to see him. Thought they were gonna sort of do something a little more with him in this match. Yeah, it was a glorified squash. Yeah, that's and that's how I felt about it too. I wrote that down. I thought it was a good match. Solid basic tag team work. I love tag team wrestling. So. It was nice to see that kind of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was basically a squash match. It was basically to get Brizongo over, which is unfortunate because Brizongo's established. I, I, mean, I get you don't you – don't, maybe you don't put this debut debuting tag team over them. You know, they're a little, they're a little on the smaller side. I'm sure Vince thinks they're really tiny guys. Uh, but I really I, – because I've seen them on the indies and I like them so much, I was hoping that they'd get a little bit more. They got some offense. They did some fun things. There was the thing with the – 
the sunset flip with Chase Parker where he almost got Fandango over and Fandango did the hip thing into the leg drop, which was a cool little transition. Yeah. They're doing cool stuff like that. But yeah, it was just a, it was a, I wrote borderline squash, which is unfortunate. Uh, but I hope there's more things out of those guys because I, I really think they have a ton of potential. They're, they could be very funny if they let them. They're very good wrestlers. And it's just, I enjoy them. Yeah, those dudes are super entertaining. Yeah. I, I really hope that they give them a chance to shine, give them a lot of mic time because they'll they'll be fantastic down there. I, I really do. I think it's a great addition yeah. to NXT. Uh, Brizongo, good for the tag division. Sure. What's left of the tag division? Yeah. And they're they're good workers. I have no problem with them. And their tag finish was good. The fashion faux pas. Liked it. Yeah. Which good. I guess that was they debuted that too. I don't remember ever seeing that before. I think they said they did like a. I think they made it taped an episode of yeah. NXT before the takeovers. Sure. They usually do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did it there. I didn't catch yeah. it. Sorry. But it was cool. Uh, always excited for innovative tag finishers. I think that builds – it adds to the matches, adds to the overall feel of a, of a solid tag division. I yearn for the days of the, the heart attack and the doomsday device, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. So. So that's cool. Yeah, so after that, I think they were doing a lead-in to the next match where all of a sudden, oh, breaking news, breaking news, went to the back, and evil Io Shirai was beating the shit out of Candice LeRae with a Singapore king. I had no idea who either of those people were. I know them now that you say them, but I did not recognize either of them. And literally in my show notes, I wrote blank Singapore caning blank because I could not tell who it was, and the announcers did not tell me. Really? They did not. I thought that they did. Maybe they didn't. Um, but yeah, Io Shirai, she's okay. evil. All right, good. Now, do you know who they are? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know who they are. I've seen them wrestle. I know those names. But in that segment, I could, I did not recognize them. I didn't know that Io had gone evil. Uh, but the Candice LeRae, it's Johnny Gargano's girl. Like yeah. I, I understand that. I've seen her wrestle. Okay. Everything. It just for whatever reason that segment, I didn't see it, and the commentary didn't tell me. Yeah, I know that they've been. I, I know they Io, never went back to it either. No, well, I know that they, they've been running a little bit of a program. Like, EO beat Candice on the last takeover. EO was baby, turned heel on Candice. Candice was like her friend, helping her fight Shayna and, mm, and the other okay. two that she's with. Um, I love EO Shirai. I think she's fantastic in the ring. Uh, I think Evil EO, I'd love to see her win the belt, but we'll get into other things that are sure. happening in the women's division. So, after that, went to another promo. Yep. Of Cameron I got questions. Grimes. Okay. I got questions. Answer, I'll, I'll try my best to answer. So I've seen this guy. Do you know his name? I know he was on Impact, and okay. I know that he basically, in my opinion, stole the aforementioned Vin Gerard's gimmick. Yes. <laughs> Which is just being greasy and not liked. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not wrong. You're not. <laughs> and he's not going to listen to this, so no. it doesn't matter. So... That is Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. Trevor is that Lee. his name now? No, that is his... Oh, Cameron Grimes is his name yeah. now. Yeah, Trevor Lee, yeah, like you said, he was yeah. an impact. I think he had the son of, belt. son of Frank Grimes, Cameron Grimes, oh I think. Oh, my God, this is wonderful. So, he... It's just a typical promo where... Mm-hmm. So, all right, so my thing is, like, what is he? What's his gimmick? Is uh, he just like... Like, he's like dirtbag who wears yeah. a vest and a, yeah. and I a can, hat? Yeah, I, I actually wrote that down. I wrote Carney, question mark, crazy, question mark. Is he Kizarney? Dumb hat, exclamation point. Well, he put the hat on to let you know he's serious. Yeah, and it was dumb. Yeah, uh, you know, he said, oh, I need to get back to the top. I didn't know you were at the top. It was like he if was in somebody... That tournament. To me, when I saw him, it was like somebody said, get me a worse David Finley. Huh. 
Uh, oh god, fuck! No. I'm just gonna skip over right, it. That's, just, that's Finley's kid, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Skinny god. dude, long hair Jeez. and a beard, and he just put a stupid hat on him. Not yeah. into it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Maybe yeah. as time goes on what and they extend it two hours, they're gonna explain yeah. a little bit more. What but, was uh, what was Sammy Callahan's name when he was there? Solomon Crow. Solomon Crow. Yeah. Cameron Grimes is still too close to Solomon was, Crow for real, me for some real reason. Cool hacker. Yeah, he was a hacker. What a great gimmick that was. Oh, yeah. Fuck. All right. Sorry. So, Moving on. Let's get let's get to the to the match here. <laughs> First singles match of the night. So next up we had the North American champion, the wonderful, the exotic, the extravagant Velveteen Dream. Yeah, perfect in every way. The man against Kona Reeves. Reeves. <laughs> it should be crushed. I mean, yeah. Uh. I mean, Velveteen Dream, he, he's the best. He Love is him. the best. I, I fully support that guy. He's young. Yeah. I mean, he gets it. He's wrestled Orange Cassidy. Yeah, he's damn right he has it. But <laughs> you know what? Orange Cassidy, he's still, he owes him a match. True. For the strap, because he didn't put the strap on the line. That strap coward. Holder. Absolutely. He is a coward. He is. So, Velveteen Dream, uh, the dude just, he gets praise from everybody. Yeah, I don't have a single problem with him. Uh, part of me, I hope he never goes up to the main roster. I think he'd be squandered there and maybe he does need a little more work in NXT developmental he's still very young but the the look the expressions the just everything works for me for this kid it just it works I feel always happy to see him one of the guys that even though I didn't watch NXT would always kind of see what he was up to because I like him that much. Yeah, I, f- I would feel like if Vince does get his eyes on him he's just gonna say dollar signs yeah don't bring him up until the XFL happen so Vince can walk away yes. because Vince isn't going to get the glasses with the third lens and the big hair and the flowy jackets Vince is going to be like yeah. I don't get it you're Shelton Benjamin's cousin <laughs> and it's just not going to work go Battlehawks yeah. by the way yes go Battlehawks in the <laughs> XFL 100% so Kona Reeves uh, kind of towards the tail end of me watching weekly I think it was just kind of jobber guy okay uh, do you know where he came from or anything I He's the finest. I, I think he's like a PC guy. Okay. He might just be right. developed there. Yeah. I, I literally don't know anything about okay. him. Yeah. Uh, the way they were talking about him, I really I expected more out of the match from him. He really yeah. didn't do a ton. You know, this I you know, I'm looking at my notes here. It only went four minutes. Was that it? Yeah, it seemed a Entrances lot longer. Along, yeah. yeah, it seemed longer. Mm-hmm. Um again, so, it was like another glorified squash. Yeah, glorified squash. I said like the crowd was real quiet. Crowd was super into Velveteen when he was coming out, and then just dead quiet. And that's when I try and gauge, like, are they? is it dead quiet because they're really into what's going on in the match? Or they don't really give a shit what's going on in the match? Because if it's, like, it's a good, solid wrestling match, uh, if I'm in an audience, I'm quiet, I'm watching, I'm watching every little move, seeing all the little things they do. I don't think that was the case with this one. It, they, neither of them did anything bad. They had no chemistry. They did not have a good flow together. There was a couple stutters, some weird uh, Irish whips here and there. They, the chemistry just wasn't there. And you say that it went on for four minutes... There was two super kicks in that match. That's a super kick every two minutes. That's ten super kicks too many. It is. It's terrible. So Velveteen goes over. Uh, you know, there's a little shtick in the ring afterwards, and then all of a sudden, cuts to the Titantron. I guess we'll call it that. The video board, and uh, Roderick Strong, Roddy, Roddy Strong. the man, set Velveteen's couch on fire. What an asshole! Yeah. Well, how do you get it? Oh, so you get his attention. That's true. Uh, I love Roderick Strong. I've and always I've always loved Roderick Strong. I, I remember when Roddy showed up in Ring of Honor for the first time. Master of the Backbreaker. Yep. Love that guy. Uh, he's been great in NXT. I, yeah. I think so. Really good addition. I was watching NXT a little bit when he came around and did the 
the turn to join Undisputed Era, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Roddy fan. Yeah, so that leads to the opening uh, show on USA Network okay. on the 18th of September, I want to say. It's actually going to be Roddy versus Velveteen for the North American title. Mm, interesting. So uh, it should be great. Yeah, it'll be a good match. Yeah. Another thing that I, I was kind of thinking about, too, I don't read uh, spoilers like when they do these tapings or anything. I like to, I like to be surprised, you know. Um, I don't know how many reshoots these guys do because it's all taped. Yeah. How's it going to be when it's live? Because you can't reshoot it. No. You know? I don't again. I don't know enough if they do reshoots or not. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. These guys transition to live television because how many times? Yeah, takeovers are live, but TV is a little bit different. Uh, I mean, how many times can there's a wide shot and you see a referee down the corner? Mm-hmm. Pick the belt up. Pick the belt up. Yeah. Like, well, and, you know, conceivably NXT is built to as the training grounds. It's where you go to learn. It's it. You know, Dusty when he was there used to teach promo and all that. It's where you go to learn. Going to live, you don't you don't have the learning curve anymore. You got to be good. Yeah. USA is a big deal. It's not like they're floating by on Freeform or the Travel Channel or whatever. Like they, you know, it. You've got to be able to go. Yeah. And a lot of these guys can. I mean, Adam Cole is as polished of a professional wrestler as ever going to say. Brett thinks he's too small, but the fuck he's. <laughs> that's not true. He's, but he's he's as polished as you can get. And Velveteen's a very polished guy. You know, a lot of these, a lot of the people they have have been on the Indies for so long. But then you get somebody like Kona Reeves. Who probably isn't, and his, the purpose of NXT was to to learn, and maybe they'll still have that. You know, right now they're they're doing full shows and cutting them down into segments for TV. They're going from an hour on the network to two hours on the U, on USA, but like with commercials, it's it's an hour and a half. They're only adding one or two more segments, really. Yeah, and I was going to mention that. I mean, the runtime of the show last night, I think uh, on the network says fifty five minutes. Yeah. They add like a little couple commercials in 15, mm-hmm. 20 second spots, but you're not really going to be adding that much time. Because if anything on USA, it's going to be longer advertising yeah. time. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a segment or two, probably a match and a couple extra promos. Build that out a little bit. I'm wondering, are they, so do you know, are they doing everything from full sale still? Or are they going to be touring for it live? No. As the way it sits right now, I know Trips, he did an interview for NXT UK that happened this past Saturday. He said, no, we're running from full sale. Okay. Uh, I said, Vince doesn't have a hand in it. Okay. So they're I, staying, so they're, I'm sure they'll go on the tour, the little tours like they've been doing. Yeah, do like their little weekends. But, but they're, they'll, they're live from full sale. Everything's going to be live. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. You, that way, the guys don't have to worry about travel and, and all that and getting making towns. They can still, during the week, really hone and learn the craft and maybe even be able to kind of go over what they need to do for every week's show for the people who are a little less less experienced. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, but I am excited about it. So after that, they showed a little recap of uh, Shayna Baszler coming out yep. last week with her cronies. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they are they the horsewomen still? I don't think they're calling them no, that. I, it is. They're the three they're, horsewomen they're minus Ronda, right? Yeah. Um, and out came Rhea Ripley, yes. which huge fan of Rhea Ripley myself, first NXT UK Women's Champ. She has a great look. She's young. I've seen her I do mean, a few things. Haven't seen her wrestle. She has good matches. I've seen her work uh, a couple of the NXT yeah. UK shows when I was giving that a try, but I just don't have. She's time got. I mean, anymore. she had a great look. Yeah, she. I've seen her work Tony Storm. Great matches. Uh, I'm super excited. I'm kind of surprised though that they're wasting this on TV next week. I thought that too. I thought that that's what I said. Thought, thought they'd save it for a Takeover in my notes. Yeah, it's that's weird. A big match. It is a big match, but. They're probably going to test it out on TV, see if it works as a program, and bring it to, 
the USA. Yeah, you know, and I guess I come from the old, not the old school adage of, like, they shouldn't touch before the mm-hmm. match, yeah. you know? No, I agree. Uh, I, I, I miss things being built up the way they're supposed to. Yeah, like, that automatically, last week when Rhea came out, like, that crowd was mm-hmm. super into it. Yeah. I mean, that's a match that nobody's seen yet, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be great. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. It's kind of strange that they're wasting it on, on a, it's yeah. And it's not like the live special either. It's going to be, I think, the last yeah. taped one from Full Sail. Well, and she, I assume she lives in the UK. I know that she goes back and so forth because I know that she does it, like that Florida loop. Yeah. So it could just be a one-off now to kind of transition, have that good match and transition into, I mean, probably what's, what's coming up next. I would assume help that transition into Bianca Belair a little bit. Yeah, it could be. And and yeah, like you mentioned, uh up next was Bianca Belair versus Tainara. Tainara Conti. Uh I guess she has a black belt in judo. She has a lot of other things too. Um <laughs> I remember Bianca Belair because we saw her live. Yes, Bianca's awesome. Yes, Bianca is awesome. Big fan, good look. Just graduated college recently, I think. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Uh, but great look. Pretty smooth in the ring. Yeah. Glad to see that she's getting, rising up through the ranks. Because we saw her NXT show in, in a couple years Allentown ago, right? a yeah. few years ago. Or not Allentown, Bethlehem. Yeah. And uh, and that was, I mean, McIntyre was still on the roster then. <laughs> yeah. Street Profits Andrade. had just, it was the first time we saw Street Profits. And I fell in love. <laughs> Andrade, yeah, Andrade was Andrade. McIntyre yeah. running the loop there. Yeah. Uh, so, and I liked her then. I like her even more now. She seems to be getting better. The one thing I will say about Bianca Belair is that the hair. She does just the long braided hair that she spins. Okay. Now you and I just watched a movie last week called Best of the Best Two. Do you want to turn this into a Best of the Best episode? I don't. But why not? I think that Bianca Belair will only be improved if she puts some sort of weight at the end of that braid, like the guy that Tommy Lee fights in the pit and like the second gladiator when Wayne Newton's trying to kill him. <laughs> I think I seriously if she's working heel and she has that in her hair, the ref doesn't check your hair when you know the ref comes and checks your pads and stuff. So have it hanging from the end of the hair and as a sneaky heel, just give him a little hair whip with like a, with just a weight. So I'm with you hundred percent. I don't think she's a heel though. No? I guess she's I mean, the fans liked her, but she was she used to be heel. Okay. Well, uh, I, I think she debuted in like a like a battle royal okay. or a women's sure. rumble or something, and she did the hair whip. Okay, and the crowd yeah. loved it. Just put a little weight on it; it's perfect. I know that she was a heel. I like, guess up actually, until recently, like, like you know, trick the ref, get the ref to turn the back, and knock somebody out with the hair whip and pin them. I'm about it's it. A great heel finish. I'm about it. Just saying. Yeah, Bianca, you can have that. You don't have to pay me for that. <laughs> you just take that when you when you turn again. That's yours. More people need to watch best, and of the more best. people do need to watch best Absolutely. of the best too. But sorry. So right. <laughs> so Bianca beat Tenara. Yes. Um. Again, I feel like it was a glorified squash, I guess. Uh, Tinara got a lot of offense. She did a lot of stuff. She did the dive off the apron. Okay. Uh, Belair definitely had the advantage through most of the match, but Tinara got her stuff in. Uh, things I liked, I Tinara did the, the rope face rake. She yes. put her, her drug the face across the ropes, which is a great heel tactic. You don't see that kind of stuff anymore. So whoever's agenting that stuff was just giving her some cool heel stuff. Uh, she had a good look. The judo thing is a good angle. Yeah. I was confused when she held up just the belt in the beginning. I was like, okay, you just have a belt. That's odd. <laughs> and then the commentator did somewhat explain it. I think she has potential, but obviously they're yeah. they're they're moving to, to, to move Bianca. Of course. So, so 
up next, uh, there was like a little segment where Johnny Gargano addresses his future next week. Um, I don't know what more he has left in NXT. Yeah. I mean, he's already had the belt. He's healthy, right? He's fine. Yeah, it's, he's, just, it's just like, what's he going to do in NXT? Yeah. Uh, I, they, don't, they don't know what to do with him. I don't. I, that's the thing. I don't know what's left. Yeah. There's nothing left. He's lost to Cole now yeah. a couple he's times. He's too big of a star to go to 205 Live. I, I believe that. I'm, 205 yeah. Live has great matches. Oh, 205 Live's they fun. They do great stuff. But he is too popular amongst the fans. They, I mean, they're all good wrestlers, so anybody can really get there. But they've spent so much time and effort building him, and he's so good and so well-liked. I think if it goes to two, 205 Live, kind of buries him a little bit. He See, needs to be that sort of scrappy guy on the main roster. Now, if they if they went back to recording 205 Live before SmackDown, yes. I'd say put him there because yeah. crowd loved it. Everybody gets to see him. Still. But they wait till afterwards and they do it because mm-hmm. they want you to stay and watch 205 Live because they give you that promise of AJ Styles versus Randy Orton at the end. Yeah. That's what happened to the last SmackDown I went to mm-hmm. anyway at, okay. at the uh, arena. Weird. So, yeah, I could see him up on main roster for sure. If, Ch- if Ciampa comes back... And they could be DIY again and do that, go through that tag division as those the the smaller guys who work extra hard. You know, they're they're smaller, but they work harder than anybody else they're ever up against. That could be a really big thing. But yeah, mm, I don't know. Yeah, so, I, I don't know what they're going to do with them. I hope I hope they continue to do good things for them though. Oh, absolutely, it's too talented. So they also announced after that that uh, next week there's going to be a number one contenders triple threat match for the women's title. We have Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. versus Mia Yim yep. versus Io Shirai. Yes. And the winner of that title, the winner of that will face Shayna for the belt on the debut of the mm. USA Network show. Interesting. Uh, Mia just had a match with Shayna on a takeover. Yeah. It was okay. Uh, I, I'm not like a huge Mia Yim yeah. fan. She's good. I, just from this show alone, uh, Mia, I've seen her. She's good. Belair, obviously, we just watched. I haven't seen her for a while. She's good. And Io, I also like. But I, Io, Io is in, obviously in some sort of program with Candice LeRae. Yeah. I, I right, Why would they do that if they weren't going to build with that? Yeah, because, I mean, she beat her takeover, but then she's still beating her down. Yeah. So, I don't know who's set yeah. up. I, and, and the thing, you know, if it's going to be Io, Shayna, mm-hmm. heel, heel. Yeah. Eh. And, that's the, and then Mia just had her shot. Yeah. And Belair just had a squash, and that whole match, they just talked about how she's coming back up for her next title shot. And she's, yeah. I think she's lost twice to Shayna already, I, I think, think they so, said. yeah. Uh, I mean, clearly, I, to me, I think that's where they're going. And I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I still don't think anybody beats Shayna. Unless, I mean, unless Rhea Ripley does. I love Shane. Shane is a badass. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, yeah. but again, if there's anybody out of that group that we just talked about, yeah. it would be Rhea. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't, and that's why I don't get whether, uh, but yeah, I don't hey, it. I don't, I'm not fantasy booking here, but, uh, so next up we do have the main event of the evening mm-hmm. for the NXT title. Uh, we have the champ, Adam Cole Bebe. Who Brett thinks is too short. Okay, listen, that was that asshole at a house show once. Ooh, he's too short. He was your best you're, friend. You're a fucking idiot, that guy. God, that guy sucks. Uh, going up against Jordan Miles, the aforementioned ACH. ACH. He won the breakout tournament, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so he cashed in, I guess. That's what we're going to go with. Um, what did you think of the match? I liked it. It was a solid match. ACH didn't do as much as I thought he would. It looks like his legs were taped up. I don't know if that's a normal thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
my biggest takeaway, uh, there's a few things, and they're not necessary. One's match-related, one's not. But the match is fine. Adam Cole can work. ACH can work. They're both smooth. They both do a lot of cool stuff. It was a good match. It was not a great match. Fine for a main event of, a, of the weekly NXT. Yeah. Really, technically nothing wrong with it. My two big problems is that Jordan Miles is a terrible name. My cousin. What's wrong with that name? <laughs> it's a terrible name. He spells it. With, he spells it with a Y. You're not related. Oh, fuck him then. So, but just, it's, terrible it's name. Just it's not a name that I see anybody getting over with in that company. It just it doesn't stand out. It's just a little blah to me, which is unfortunate because we all know that ACH can work. Yeah. And maybe what he does in the ring, you know, he does a, a super smooth 450. A lot of crazy stuff that could that could help. I mean, then the name doesn't matter. It just seems a little odd to me. It it screams of if he ever gets called up to the main roster that they will change his name. You know, he'll be like the, Miles. Yeah, it'll be Miles Miles Jordan or like <laughs> uh, Jordan Raider. I don't know, whatever. That just made me think of Montel Jordan. Yes, that's how we do it. <laughs> and also, ACH makes really odd faces while he's wrestling. And, you know, that's part of it. I don't know how long he's been signed. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if it's some of the shit that it's okay to get away with on mm-hmm. the indies, but when you're on main TV, because like, I, I remember uh, Dean Ambrose, John Mox had the same problem when he mm-hmm. first started on main TV. Yeah. A lot of goofy-ass faces. Goofy, big smiles. I understand you're having fun. You're supposed to look like you're in a fight. You're supposed to look like you're struggling. And just a lot of, and even like a lot of goofy looks. So he would sell and make like big eyes and roll them or look up to the ceiling. Weird stuff like that. It, I was watching that match. I'm like, ooh, that takes me out of it. He does this great big thing and then makes a really goofy face. And I just I just think he, do, he doesn't have that sort of, you know, on TV training where the camera is right in your face after you do something big. And he just doesn't know what to do. It took me out of the match a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's another really weird, goofy face. He doesn't look like he's struggling. He just took knees to the gut, and he's all, he's all right. You know, he's making a goofy face instead of a wince, wince or in pain kind of thing. That And that's stuff you can work on. And again, that learning curve gets cut when you're live on USA. That stuff, if it's just weekly on NXT, the wrestling fans are watching it. It's fine. We understand. But now you're, you're on the network that's carried raw for how long. Got to fast-track that stuff. Yeah, and he's one of those guys where I, I don't want him to fall victim of, oh, he's a hot name on the Indies and we yeah. signed him. What do we do now? Because mm-hmm. uh, he screams that to yep. me. Because, I mean, that breakout tournament, I guess there was a fuck ton of guys in it. Yeah. And I get, like, some of them haven't been on TV since. Yeah. So, you know, obviously going to two hours, you're going to get more opportunities, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I just I, I do hope that he's not one of those where okay he had his title match time to reshuffle him back down and we're not going to hear from him yeah. for weeks. I, I fear that NXT is hoping to strike that Ricochet gold over and over again. Uh-huh, Ricochet, my favorite. Yeah, Rick old Irishman Ricochet. <laughs> he uh, he's great. Yeah, does yeah. does insane things. I mean, him his him versus Osprey was the talk of the wrestling world oh, when that of happened. Course. He got signed because he can do incredible things and he's been doing incredible things and got. Way over because of it. Huge star right now. I'm worried that they're going to pick up anybody that they can who can do similar things and hope they can keep recreating that magic. And that does a disservice to guys like ACH because they're different kind of wrestlers. They do they do a lot of the same high-risk stuff, and it's big and flamboyant and fun. But not everyone is, is – like Ricochet isn't ACH, just like ACH isn't any other – isn't the amazing Red. They The moves look the same, but they're not. They're not the same people. 
And I worry that they're just going to try and mill out a bunch of these Ricochet clones. Yeah, and you know, I feel like it's almost coming victim with a lot of these guys that can do incredible things and high flyers where, you know, it's what's the old adage with the Attitude Era was, oh, every match has blood, you get you get desensitized yep. to it. Um, you're starting to see all these guys, especially with mainstream wrestling at this point, where they could do all these moves, they could do all these flips. Yep. And, you know, it, it, it's not... I'm not taking anything away from them because it's incredible and I'm, I'm yep. super impressed by it. Uh, you just don't want guys to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Everybody wrestles like a super junior now, whether you're 6'8 or 5'6. Yeah. And that's, that's a bummer sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, overall... Show was good. Yeah, I it thought. was. It was a fine wrestling show. Yeah. If it was, if I was in attendance at an indie show, I probably would have been blown away. <laughs> yeah, of course. But it was. It was just a fine show for what it is. I think they need to be a little better than this on USA. Uh, I the thing that I kept thinking too is that I'm wondering if AEW on TNT and the USA and the NXT on USA, if it kind of brings back the the age of enhancement talent. Yeah. Because. Particularly on AEW's side, Cody keeps hammering that wins matter. Wins and losses matter. If you keep doing Omega versus Pac and Omega versus Moxley and all that, those wins and losses aren't going to stack up for those guys. Yeah. Enhancement talent is the way you build your guys up and give them those, those I mean, essentially cheap wins. But sure. like wrestling, growing up watching wrestling, there was enhancement talent all over the place. I mean, look at Raw. It's, it's like you, it would be nothing but squash yeah. matches It's minus the main event. Yeah, and I never occurred to me when I was watching it when I was younger. I mean, obviously I was younger. Sure. And that's probably not... that The age I was then isn't the target audience for the age that they are now. But I, I think that could really help with some of these shows if there's any enhancement talent out there because they are signing all these indie guys. Yeah. So they did announce today, which I thought super weird... Uh, the first two episodes of NXT on the USA Network. Okay. Hour one, they're going to run USA Network. Okay. Hour two, going to be live on WWE Network. I don't know why. I, maybe it's being preempted for the Westminster Dog Show, just like the old days. Oh, so like the first, just the first two shows. Y- yeah. That's weird. I, I don't know if like... Oh, but they're not up against AEW yet. And they're not, which is fine. I yeah. don't know if they're being... They wouldn't do that if know, they were up against competition. Would be like yeah. a series finale of Crisley Knows Best. Oh, <laughs> those guys are in legal trouble. You got to bring the take. No, we're not talking about them. I'm, I'm bringing the heat, brother. No way. It's tax evasion all over the place. <laughs> so I think that's kind of interesting. I didn't read. Why. Yeah, I just kind of saw. You know, oh, check it out. First hour USA, second hour WWE all Network. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's maybe like a logistics thing where they're gonna want to say, okay, like, can we run live at yeah. a full sale? Because I don't think they've done that yet. No, and well, and it gives themselves sort of that 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 production wise learning curve because AEW isn't for a few weeks after that. Yeah, they can play around and see what they can and can't do. They have that luxury. Yeah, I mean they're gonna have like a two or three week advantage yeah. on AEW starting on TNT. And so people, at least people at the WWE, understand and have a knowledge, and they can put people in place that have a knowledge of running live wrestling TV. AEW's got to start on TNT. And run with it yeah. after not having any live shows at all. Yeah, they're not going to get it's any. It's going to be interesting. They're not going to get any promo on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown yeah. for, you know, NXT. They're going to have that luxury. I mean, I watched Raw on SmackDown this week. There was probably three commercials for yeah. NXT. 
maybe two mm-hmm. on like on SmackDown for NXT. Yeah. I mean, that's five commercials you're getting. Yeah. They're gonna make the hard push as it gets closer, of course. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess this is what NXT Weekly TV is. It's kind of honestly it had that feel of like an yeah. old Monday Night Raw squashes, yeah. mm-hmm. a little bit of advance with story. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm I'm more than happy with that. Just take uh, take your time. I think the Raws and SmackDowns when I watch them, the Raws more more so. It's a three hour show, and they cram in so much stuff. So little of it is wrestling, but there's like two or three twenty four hour twenty four seven champion segments. Just all this stuff, and it's like, guys, slow down. Pace yourselves. Yeah. Hopefully, both of these shows understand that when they go to TV and they can pace themselves out a little bit. Neither of them are going to have monthly pay-per-views. You know, Raw and SmackDown are leading to these monthly pay-per-views where they they got in that rhythm and that habit of just just hammer and hammer and storylines because they got to pay off every month. These guys don't have that. Yeah. I imagine the frequency of takeovers will be very similar to the frequency of AEW pay-per-views. I, yeah, I think so. I know they've upped them in the past few years because yeah. I think they were running like only the big four pay-per-view they yeah. were doing it but they've upped them a little bit more now but so it'll be it'll be just overall it's just gonna be interesting to see yeah. uh, this being sort of the first NXT we've covered here on the show we're gonna cover them all yeah leading up and then also if anybody else loses a title belt or goes on some <laughs> sort of rant or any other sort of hot tub promos or scarf action <laughs> that happens to be happening in the world of professional wrestling today <laughs> We are definitely we, we are your number one source for scarf action in professional wrestling. I'll allow that. Yeah. All right. Good. Anything well, else? I got I got nothing. We're just gonna do some plugs. Yeah. Unless you're good. I don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about. No news or anything, right? No, I don't. I think right. we covered everything. This works for me. All right. So some plugs. Uh, we have a shout out to the soon to be named network. Yes. Which uh, we're a part of. Yeah. Uh, we got the hookup. We got we got a good family there. Thankfully. With uh, at Todd's with wrestling, the <laughs> uh, Long Box Heroes, Long Box Heroes After Dark, all those shows. Look that up. That's uh, at STBN Network on Twitter and soon to be named Network.com. Great friends of ours really did us a did us a solid by by putting us up there and helping us hopefully get some ears on on what we're doing. I know at Odds with Wrestling is going to be recording around the, probably the same day that we are and going to be out around the same time. Uh, depending on how quickly I can edit these shows <laughs> versus how Mr. Joe Sposto can edit his shows. Yeah, but, highly appreciative of those guys. I yeah. I, I love that odds. Yep. I, it cracks me up every week. Yep. So Yeah, Joe and Adam do a great yeah, thing there. Great so job. listen to that at, at odds with wrestling or a Todd's with wrestling, <laughs> as I like to jokingly call it. And Longbox Heroes if you're into comic yes. books. But uh, that's, our, that's our home. That's our family and friends. And uh, at odds with wrestling sort of covers a broader scope of wrestling. We're that narrow focus. Uh, there will be some crossover as to what we're talking about, yeah. but they're going to cover the other stuff, the bigger shows, the Raws, the SmackDowns, the, I don't do they talk about Impact? Maybe Impact. Oh, God. A little bit here or there. Lots of know. Alexa Bliss. I know that much. I don't know if Joe could sit through an episode of Impact. But, you know, if you want to you hear your shows about Raven and if Scotty Flamingo uh, was better than... I, I know, mean, it's a great else. show, honestly. Yeah. I, get, so I love it. <laughs> that, that's your source. If you're looking for Raven news... Uh, at Oz with Wrestling is your place to go. I did promise uh, Adam mm-hmm. on Twitter that eventually when Randy Orton wins the NXT title, okay. we will have him on. Cause We're going to have Randy Orton on? <laughs> I mean, that's a promise we not, might not be able to keep. I mean, we'll have... I'll hide all my duffel bags. 
We'll have Adam on and we'll make him uh, wear all of Randy Orton's tribal tattoos. Okay. I'm cool with that. All right. Because he's a big Randy Orton fan. Loves Randy Orton. Weird. Especially as the NXT champion. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, that's a thing. <laughs> all right. Well, as far as anything else, uh, you can find us at uh, Wednesday War Pod on Twitter and uh, Wednesday Night War Podcast on Facebook. We are now also on iTunes. That's Get a new the thing. Fuck out this will be here. the first episode that goes up on itunes uh immediately we i guess sold out. we did we sold out sold out to the big itunes we, money the big big apple cash we're raking in we bought in we didn't sell we, did. we bought in that's true <laughs> i'm gonna cash in all my apple stock they gave me for getting on <laughs> itunes uh you can also check us out if you're not in the whole itunes thing we are on podbean at wednesday night warpod.podbean.com and if you have any questions for the show you want us to cover anything you want to hear more about belts going missing and whether or not repo man was involved or again if kevin nash would make aew a better product spoiler answers yes you can email the show at wednesday night war pod at gmail.com that's everywhere you can find us yeah. if you want other sort of information about comic books and how I really feel about some professional wrestlers <laughs> that I won't say on this show because I'm trying to say fair and balanced and calling it down the middle you can find me on Twitter at, at the Duge. That's T H E D O O G E on the Twitter. Wow, that was smooth you as like fuck. Look at that. That's, that's my inner Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. You could, uh, if you want to hear about New Japan wrestling at 3 a.m. tweets and uh, bullshit hardcore music, uh, you could follow me at Brett x edge five seven zero because somebody has the fucking handle already <laughs> without the five seven zero there's another straight edge brett in the world and it pisses me the fuck yeah, off well but hey follow me let's talk let's yeah, chat we, talk, we chat up follow the show subscribe and rate on itunes give us that bump so more eyes can see us i want to give a little thank you to our audio engineer slash producer slash copywriter michelle slash life code life coach, life slash coach. financial advisor yes. For, uh, slash wrestling she's lover. certainly not standing over my shoulder flipping me off right now uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give away her social medias because she'll literally strangle me while I sleep uh, but she's been really helpful uh, in all these things because I'm an idiot and don't understand how to set things up I'm and also I also don't know how to write sentences and she's been helping with that too she's, so. the, she's the true best in the world not Phil from Chicago true. she's the best in the world of what she does and yeah. what she does is make us sound like we're not complete and utter idiots <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. But that's it. We'll talk to everyone next week. And Brett sort of has a sign-off he's been saying for this thing every week. Oh, I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. So say, oh, I think now's the time to say it, and I'll roll the music. Pro wrestling. Let's go.